0: News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane
1: Coleman. In association with AIR
0: on News Talk. Now, the HSE has confirmed test and trace will be wound down. Uh, To give us more detail on how this will work, we're joined by Eileen Whelan, National Lead for Test and Trace with the HSE. Uh, Eileen, thanks for coming into us. What exactly is happening?
1: Good morning, Shane. Thank you. So, the new strategy, the public health strategy, is setting out um, a clear response in relation to the changes in trends in um, COVID-19 and um, moving to a reduction in test and trace for the general population. Um, the advice is, if you have symptoms, you need to stay at home, you need to avoid contact with other people, but you no longer need a test to tell you um, th- th- that you, you have covid You no longer COVID-19. need a PCR test. I you know no longer probably were doing test. an antigen
0: test in those scenarios, um, is it?
1: The public health advice isn't necessarily encouraging antigen testing oh, really? either. The advice is stay at home and uh, remain uh, with no contact with other people until 48 hours after your symptoms have resolved
0: OK uh, I don't want to get bogged down in an antigen test but why would you not say take an antigen test just to see
1: um, there, there's no requirement the whole point is avoid transmission so if you avoid contact with other people you'll avoid transmission There will be tests available for people who clinically require treatment or there will be tests available in relation to public health doctors following up on outbreaks. So tests will be available on a clinical basis but they will be prescribed and and ordered by doctors. So by your GP, by your public health doctor, occupational health doctor or a hospital doctor. But for the majority of the population, given that we have such a highly vaccinated population at the minute, there is no longer need for test and trace and that's the the current public
0: health advice. What about tracing? So will there be no tracing or will it happen in certain circumstances?
1: So the contact tracing department is being maintained but actually we're uh, reducing our capacity and we see that that's um, perfectly reasonable to do. There's been a significantly less number of people presenting for tests and significantly less activity happening in our contact tracing department. However, if anything changes in the external environment, if there's new variants of concern, by all accounts we will be able to implement surge capacity and we can build up our testing capacity should that be the public health advice. Or we can build up our contact tracing capacity, should that be required.
0: Okay, Uh, there'll be people listening saying, look, that's all very well now. You know, numbers are quite low at the moment. It's quite mild. Like, what happens if things get worse? Could you be caught being behind the curve if things were to get suddenly worse come the winter?
1: Okay, so uh, with the uh, approach to winding down testing and tracing, the HSE is investing in new models of surveillance and building on current models that are already in existence. So our public health doctors will be monitoring the data quite closely, monitoring a number of indicators across hospitals and across intensive cares. And we would expect that we will have very early warning signs in relation to anything changing within the system. We will then base our action on the public health advice and if we need to surge capacity we will be able to respond and re measures if if required.
0: Will you because obviously, you know, you are not going to have the same numbers on tracing now as you would have had at, at peak time. Will it be hard to get people quickly to to, 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 to ramp up that service, do you think?
1: Um we've had we, we we've put a very good surge plan in place. We've redeployed staff and in line with any requirement to increase our contact tracing we have identified where we will um, redeploy staff back into contact tracing. So we have a, a very clear plan in relation to surge capacity planning for contact tracing. But overall, it is about mitigating against the severe impacts of the illness yeah. and managing early intervention and early response indicators.
0: Uh, if I was to ask you, where are we with, with COVID at this stage? Because obviously it hasn't gone away. That's quite clear. Uh, and we all know people who have it at, at the moment. Uh, but we're not where we were a year ago or even seven months ago.
1: Yeah. So um, if we look back at the trends in January of 2022, we had our highest number of people presenting for tests. There was approximately ninth. 29,000 people a day yeah. presenting for a COVID tests. Now there is about between 500 and 700 people a day. That is, it's so that low. The, wow, there, that's amazing. The, the, there, there's a real drop. And if we think back to January, last January, you know, the restrictions were at their lowest. Omicron was the variant of concern at the time and Omicron was highly transmissible. Now, actually, um, the virus has moved to endemic in society. So we know it's out there, but it's not as virulent as other viruses. So there will be new variants. That's what we expect. But the public health doctors will look at how virulent these viruses are, how transmissible they are, and our public health strategy will be determined on what's happening in relation to the viruses. And we can't predict, we can't predict, you know, Okay. Viruses, no,
0: of course. <laughs> I think we've learned one thing yeah. over the two years. None of us can predict that. Uh, just before you go, and maybe this isn't your, your uh, core area of expertise, uh, where are we with COVID vaccines and people being called for second boosters and all that kind of stuff?
1: So the key message in relation to testing and tracing winding down is that we encourage everybody to take their booster vaccination when it's offered to their, their category. This is really important because, as we know, Person's immunity wanes over time and it's really important that we keep up to date with our boosters. So the HSE are rolling out the new booster campaign starting in the next couple of weeks. And it's really important going into the autumn that people over 65 have access to both their influenza vaccine and their COVID-19 vaccine. Most people over 65 will get that at their GPs or at their local pharmacy but the central vaccination set clinics will also be up and running and we also will have a model of mobile units and pop-up units so that we'll make that very easy for people. What's most important is we'll be starting very, very quickly with the people aged 50 to 64 and we'll be starting with the sixties to 64s initially and also persons 12 years and over who have underlying medical conditions. But it's really, really important to take the vaccine and it's proven that the vaccine reduces impact, particularly in relation to um, long COVID. So I would encourage everybody to Fair take enough. the vaccine as soon as the time is available. And
0: very, very finally, the winding down that you, we've, we've spoken about of, of testing and tracing, are other countries around Europe doing the same thing?
1: Absolutely. We're in line with international guidelines and the recommendation into improving surveillance is coming from the World Health Organisation, the Centre for Disease Sur- uh, Control and we see even in the UK in relation to how they've reduced their te- testing model. So testing is not required because there is no therapeutic intervention following testing but testing will be available for people who need clinical treatment are in relation to following up on outbreaks.
0: Okay, all right, good. We will leave it there. Uh, Eileen Whelan, national lead for test and trace with the HSE. Thanks indeed for coming into us this morning.
1: Thanks very much. Ian. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with
0: Air. Weekday mornings at seven on News Talk.